There's a rising star in Detroit bringing old soul hits to the masses via AM radio. Lindsay Renee here, host of the Rhythm and Soul Patrol show. And I'll play you a song that has been stuck in my head all day long. It's one of those songs that I need you to feel. And today's groove is so hot, I had to share it with you. Listen now. Lindsay Renee Sims is the host of the Rhythm and Soul Patrol show, airing on WPON 1460 AM, Monday through Thursday. She plays a thoughtful mix of The Temptations, Aretha Franklin, Bobby Womack, Marvin Gaye, and others, delivered with nuggets of historic context. But everything that she spins is before her time. Lindsay's 21 years old, and her show's gained a loyal following, not just in Metro Detroit, but all over the world. Today, an oldie but a goodie about music, the art of a playlist, and turning a passion into a career. This is Stateside. I'm April Bear. Lindsay, how did you, I have to ask, I mean, radio was always around when I was growing up, so it was kind of natural for me to think about it as a thing to do for a living, but how did you become aware of radio and live streams as something like a job? Well, actually, there is a gentleman on my radio station, and he comes on after me on Mondays. His name is David Washington, and he is considered a historian for 60s and 50s, 60s, and a little bit of 70s. He, he goes further back than me. And he, there's a TV show called Unsung. It's on TV One, and it's where they do the story and just give you the history behind an artist for instance someone like Sam Cooke who died young so he was on he's still on unsung and me and my father my mother we were watching an episode and my father had mentioned that this man right here David Washington was on the radio station the local radio station and at the time I I just loved old school music and being so young I didn't like to share it because the kids my age didn't really understand it the way I understood it, so I just wanted to keep it to myself. I was 19 at the time, and my parents pushed and pushed me so much to reach out to this man, and I did, and he had me on as a co-host in September of 2021, and by December of 2021, I started the Rhythm and Soul Patrol show. Did I get this right that after, you know, like sort of in the midst of your co-hosting, that your dad actually made arrangements for you to have your own airtime without telling you he was going to do that? He did. He oh, did. He, he went behind my back and was like, okay, Monday, you're, you're going on. And I was like, whoa. But <laughs> I I can't thank him enough that, you know, father knows best, mother knows best. I mean, my parents truly, if they see something, they're going to push their children to do what they know they have inside the gift from God. So my parents just really pushed me. So I couldn't thank my father enough. Yeah. I'm going to peel back the curtain just a little bit. Some people may be aware that a lot of the radio that is made these days is is pre-tracked. You know, it doesn't necessarily happen live. Are you live for your shifts? I am live. Yes, Monday through Friday I'm live. Yeah, folks who watch your who watch your Instagram and TikTok feeds probably already know that, but I just wanted to underline the point that even like even in radio circles, I mean, I'm not going to say it's completely unusual, but it's becoming a little bit more of a rarity. What do you like about live format? Honestly, the feeling of being behind the mic, I like that. But just 
you never, a song can just come over me. Mind you, I, I own my own show, so there's no program director. There's no one telling me what to play. So when I'm live, I can just be feeling a song so much where I'm like, okay, well, this song should go next. And that's what I just enjoy about, you know, having the own creativity to do what I do. And also, you know, you get to hear how the people, because I do Instagram Live as well, as you know, being on actually, you know, locally on the radio. It's so good to, you know, bring the people all over the world and they get a say of like, okay, well, maybe can you play this one next? They, they do. I do request. And just there's a lot of people. And I mean, I mean, everyone's older than me. So <laughs> to talk to these, to talk to everyone and they're like, I've never heard this before. And it came out when they were living and much later than when I was living. I, th I find that amazing because it just inspires me to keep going. It just, I mean, someone could be having a bad day at that moment. They can let me know that they're having a bad day and I can pick out a song to cheer them up. That's still my favorite part of listening to music is kind of feeling like, I'm listening with other people in my town or on a stream or on a feed and just knowing we're all having an experience together. I definitely agree. The crazy thing is, you know, people, people interpret songs different. You know, I might get one thing out of this song and you might get another, but the beauty is to come together and let us like, let each other know what you found from the song. And it just shows where everyone's mindset is at and the way we think and what, you know, what this music offers. Because I might have got a different feeling out of the song than you did. Lindsay, one of the things that I enjoy the most about your feeds is the way you kind of invite us along on your music discovery. I think maybe my favorite was the recent revelation of Laserdiscs. <laughs> well, I'm standing here looking through the records and I'm finding some gold, right? I'm, I'm digging. And my sister's like, Lindsay, that's laser. It's laser records, laser discs. It's a, what, the, what is a laser disc? Oh, wow. <laughs> that completely caught me surprised. I am, I am telling you. I, are you familiar with Found Sound in Ferndale? Oh, yeah. They have a wonderful collection of records, cassettes, CDs, you name it, they've got it. And I, I've been going there for years now, but I stumbled in the back of the record store, and they have this whole section. And I, I saw the term laser disc, but I didn't really, I, I saw it, but I didn't pay attention to it. And I picked one up and I was with my older sister at the time and it was a movie. Well, which I found out that it's a movie. They're all sound, they're, they're not soundtracks. Like, Cause I assumed they were soundtracks cause I knew they were movies, but it's actually just like a DVD just on vinyl, which is crazy. Well, laser disc, which is so crazy to me. So, um, I thought I'd share that moment with everyone. Like that right there was pure. It wasn't acted. It wasn't scripted. That happened in that moment. I never heard of it in my life. Um, but I'm very, I'm really amazed. I hope I can get my hands on a laser disc player so I can watch one of those movies. Could you tell us a little bit more about your music discovery process? I mean, are you strictly digging crates or do you, do you spend time on the internet too? I have to spend time on the internet. So, I mean, I'm like I said, all this history came out way before I was even thought of. So I'm, yes, you can. What I love about vinyl is the um, cover art and the dedications. So you can learn a lot of information through the vinyl, through like like I said, the sleeve. But a lot of that stuff, like I said, if you weren't there experiencing it, then you just wouldn't know. So I have my father, my mother, who you know. My father is a little bit older. He was born during that time. 
and he can tell me stories about, you know, what we were wearing, what we were, you know, doing as people back in the day. So I have that for reference, but I mean, the internet is wonderful because you can find everything. But in terms of finding my music, I am 100% digging in the crates. My father gave me his record collection that he's been building since the 80s. And it's over 3,000 records, so I have an inventory of my own that I, 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 you know, I get to dig through that I love. Um, everything's there. We need to take a break. More with Lindsay Renee Sims in just a minute. Support for Michigan Public's stateside podcast comes from Lake Trust Credit Union, working to empower financial well-being for Michigan consumers, businesses, and communities. Committed to financial solutions and advice to support people and families. More information at laketrust.org. Support for the stateside podcast comes from Kalamazoo College, offering a personalized education that combines critical thinking, curiosity, and creativity committed to preparing students for meaningful careers that make a positive impact on the world. More at kzoo.edu. Do you mind telling us what's in your personal playlist these days? I mean, has I know for some DJs it gets to the point where, you know, they don't really listen to music recreationally. Do you still listen to music just to enjoy and chill out? I mean, all day long. This, like I said, it, it's a passion for me. So it's not necessarily even a job. When I leave the station, I get in my car and I, told, I turn on oldies. When I go to the gym and work out, I am listening to oldies. So honestly, I'm, it's not even that I'm doing research because the songs just come and I'm learning, I'm adding to my playlist. I'm always listening to the music and there's not a time where I get sick of it or I don't wanna, you know, I don't wanna listen to the music. Um, I would say, Right now, it's in my playlist. When I was 15 years old, I started a playlist, um, and it's dedicated to my husband whenever I meet him. And I just, I love a good love song, a, a nice ballad. So that playlist is growing and growing. It's just the love I would like to give and the love I'd like to receive when that time has come. That is awesome. I'm starting to see think pieces in the music press that, that soul is dead. You know, that R&B mm. is like not really, that it's not really the presence in terms of format that it once was. I don't know what to say about that because it's it's certainly true that like hip hop revolutionized how we think about a lot of different kinds of music. And it's certainly true that there are genre busters like, you know, I don't know, what is Beyonce? I mean, she she's R&B, but she's definitely hip hop, but she's also dance music. And I don't know. I mean, do you, is that a question that you even need answered at this point? Well, I would say it, it can't possibly be dead when you've got new music using the samples, which is the music I play. So it can't mm -hmm. possibly be dead because you're digging for those samples, even as a hip-hop artist, as a rapper, even if it's pop, whatever it is, because, you know, you're just taking the tracks and the melody or whatever it may be from the songs of the 60s and 70s and 80s. So it can't be dead. Maybe the way they're putting it out and it's not coming forth the same way, the message might be dead, but the feeling is not. At what point did you start to realize that people weren't just listening to this in Detroit? People weren't just checking out your stream outside of Detroit, but that there were people in other countries listening? 
Well, through the form of social media, social media is so powerful, like I've mentioned. I did not start my social media until January of 2023. So for... A whole year I was on the radio, and yes, it, like I'm local, so it was nothing but Detroiters. But, you know, when I started the social media page, it, it gave access because a way I, yes, I'm on air locally, but I allow people to tune in via the stream, which is on WPON.com, or even my live, which is on Instagram. So you can, there's so many ways to listen to me. Um, and that's when I noticed, like, wow, I've got people in South Africa and Bermuda, Brazil, China. I mean, it'll be like four in the morning. Someone's messaging me like, I'm up listening to you. So it's it's just amazing. I couldn't imagine. This gig is really uh, taking you some serious places. I saw on one of your posts that you met Smokey Robinson when he was in town this past summer. <laughs> yes. Uh, How did that a happen? dream come true. Well, um, someone reached out to me from one of the major uh, radio stations, and they told me they they kind of had me as their guest because he did a a private sit in at Motown, and I was invited. And when I got to Motown, you were able to. It was like an interview. They were interviewing him, and then they took questions from the audience, and I was chosen to ask a question and. In that moment, I did not have anything prepared to ask him, but I was standing in line to ask him my question. I just knew I wanted to talk to him at the end of the day. I didn't care what I said. I just want to talk to him. But I, I stood there in line, and I, I prayed, and I asked God to, you know, speak for me. I've been waiting for this moment. Just let me say something. And, I, of course, I, I thanked him for all that he does and all that he, all he is. And I then quoted one of his songs. He's got a song called Satisfaction. And he says, having my baby with me daily is satisfaction. So I quoted that, and then I, I said, like, that's what Smokey Robinson's idea of satisfaction is. But I said, but I spoke to the audience, and I said, well, whatever your satisfaction is, do it and keep on doing it, because that is what brings you joy. That's what makes you you. And he loved that, and we took a picture after, and then he invited me to his concert, and I got my record signed, and we took more pictures, and it was just a ball. Like I, like I said... I, you couldn't have told 15-year-old Lindsay Renee that I was going to meet Smokey Robinson. And to meet him and him to tell me that, like, he's seen my post, keep doing what I'm doing, a dream come true right there. Okay, so this is like music nerd dream come true kind of stuff. <laughs> it is. I have to ask, like, it when you realized you were going to have a chance to talk to him, like, how long did you obsess over what song you were going to talk, you wanted to talk to him Honestly, about? Honestly, no, you're so right. I was thinking about it, and my father, I expressed to my mom and my dad that, I, you know, I'm so excited. I just want to tell him I love him so much. And my dad was like, he's a regular human. Like, he don't, don't do that to him. Don't make him feel like he's more than what he is. Um, and that's just how he acts. So I would say I was, I was so excited and I didn't know what I was going to ask him. And, but that's when, in that moment, that's when I just asked God to speak for me. So it was, it was a moment of like, yes, I appreciate you. And I'm, I'm so proud to be in your presence. But I want to talk to you and not make you feel like he says this to everyone. Like he wants to just be talked to like a regular person. He doesn't want you to make him this idol. So I, I, in that moment, I did that. You know, I, I just talked to him like a regular person. And he really appreciated that. Lindsay, 
I don't know how much contemporary stuff you listen to, but do do you think that there is a quality that old soul and old R and B offers us that we maybe don't get out of modern top forty? I feel like that is where I was at. I mean, 15 years old in high school, and you're going back to the 60s just to listen to Sam Cooke. Definitely, my I believe it's a mindset. And my mindset wasn't on, you know, the Ushers and the Beyonce's. It was, it was on, you know, message in the music. I wanted to hear songs like We're a Winner and Wake Up Everybody and, you know, message songs to, to get you thinking, to get you moving. And so I would say... It's definitely, like I said, a mindset. Where you are as a person is what's going to make the music move you. Lindsay Renee Sims, thank you so much for talking with us. I just, I love everything you're putting into the world, and I appreciate everything you're doing. Thank you so much. It's my honor. Like I said, my mission is to bring love songs back to the radio, so I'm going to keep on doing that. Thank you. Big thanks going out to Jay Gabriel Ware over at Bridge Detroit for putting us onto Lindsay's show. You can find his write-up about it at bridgedetroit.com. That's the Stateside Podcast for today. I'm April Baer. You can find the full Stateside show at michiganradio.org. Today's podcast was produced by Rachel Ishikawa. Other producers on our show are Mike Blank, Ronia Kabansag, Mercedes Mejia, and April Van Buren. Our interns are Olivia Meridian and Lauren Neong. Our executive producer is Laura Weber-Davis. Music for the pod comes from Blue Dot Sessions and from Audio Network. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Rebecca Williams. I'm Lester Graham. We've been working on a big project about Great Lakes birds called the Bird Connection. It will look at ducks and trumpeter swans. Egrets and herons. And piping plovers. Yes! We'll discuss what we've discovered at a Michigan Public Issues and Ale event. Including how some problems for birds are problems for people. It's at Arbor Brewing Company in Ypsilanti the evening of May 21st at 7. You can register at michiganpublic.org.